Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And this podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. Well, today is February 25th. My God, I can't believe how time is flying by. And we do talk about uh, having things between the ceilings and the floors, but, you know, sometimes you have to move those things. And today we're lucky enough to have Cisco Miranda as our guest. He is the owner of Miranda Delivery Service in Phoenix, wonderful guy. So thank you, Cisco, for coming thank you and for chatting me, with me about what you actually do and what we can do to um, learn more about moving certain things, especially uh, things that are worth a lot of money. Um, first of all, I want to ask you, how did you ever get into this business? Well, Nancy, it's a, it's a long story. Um, my father uh, used to import furniture from Mexico. And uh, as soon as we uh, got our driver's licenses, uh, we started helping my father out deliver furniture. And uh, we would just uh, deliver during the summer in between school. And one thing led to another where we were making contacts with uh, retailers. And they would call us back throughout uh, the summer to come and help them out. And uh, literally, we would, we would just answer our phone and get out of the pool and go and help them out with one or two deliveries. And get back to our, our summer vacation, and, and we did that for a couple of years. And uh, I started applying what I was learning in business class, and just it turned into something formal. And, and isn't it funny how what you like turned into a business? Yes, I, I love what I do. I love the physical aspect of it. I love people, and I love uh, being challenged. Well, I got to tell everybody that you have one of the best reputations around. But what Thank sets you. you apart from the other delivery services? Uh, I really think that it's the quality uh, of service that sets us apart from uh, any other company. Uh, anyone can lift a piece of furniture and, and move it. But uh, what we are doing is when we are working for interior designers or we are working uh, for a store, I feel like we're an extension of that company. So uh, for me, it's super important to not misrepresent who we are delivering for or not to misrepresent the uh, the manufacturer of the furniture. So um, for me, what sets us apart is quality, just how we take care of the customer, the furniture, and the whole process. Well, even your follow-up, I'm impressed with that. You have a white glove service. You're yes. very personable. Thank you. And, um, and you, you really care. So I have to say that everybody says, well, I'm going to move. I've got to save money. So, you know, we get three friends and we throw everything into the back of everybody's pickup truck. Yes. <laughs> but you really can't throw everything into the back of the pickup truck, right? Right, right, right. Uh, I'm thinking more of like, what if you have a wine collection? Yes. How do you move that stuff? Yes. So, or do you just uh, have to drink it all before you leave? Well, that's part of the process <laughs> if you're doing your own packing, right? right. You're going to consume some of that wine, uh, hopefully. Um, it just... It, it's uh, it's about communication because when you start uh, assigning value to items, uh, some of the value might be emotional value or some of the value might be uh, where it's actually monetary value. So you have to have an open conversation about what is important and you have to be honest with yourself. 
because some people don't realize how much uh, something means to them until it's damaged or it's broken. Right. So do you have to insure everything when it's a collector's item? You insure it piece by piece? Yes. Well, yes. Uh, As far as art goes, uh, we just, we have a blanket policy, right? So we have our regular limits. But whenever we do come across a certain item, uh, one item that comes to mind is a, a small painting of Abraham Lincoln that I got to move. Um, that was worth over, I think it was over a million. So I had to get a writer policy for that particular job. Did it go far or did you just no. move it three blocks? Honestly, it was like three miles away um, and I got to install it and it was it was awesome. It was a small picture of Abraham Lincoln. And oh my God. It was, uh, it was awesome. That's amazing. Wow, I didn't think his uh, picture would be worth a million dollars. He was a nice guy, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what did you have to do to transport that? Did you crate it or did you blanket it or what do you do with something like that? For me, it was the same procedure. Honestly, I try to handle everything with the same process. As your hands Um, were shaking? Yes, I was super nervous inside. My stomach was quivering. Um, I was not to tell anybody uh, of the job until it had been completed. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that... uh, did you have, you know, like, you the Pinkerton guards with you? <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, no, if nobody knows anything, it's That's just true. another moving truck yeah. uh, doing doing their job. Um, the customer was protected with our insurance uh, policy, and they were very honest about the value. And it was my job to connect all the dots with our agents and uh, as well with me being on the job, right? On that mm-hmm. particular job, I wasn't going to let it go. Uh, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm such a control freak. But... Um, oh, yeah, also I just wanted the to see notoriety. It I'd want to be there too. Absolutely, absolutely. It was uh, it was awesome. So, how did you wrap it though? It was blanket wrapped. It was. Yes, you don't want to put uh, shrink wrap on oil paintings, and you don't want your fingers to touch it. Yes. So obviously, you. It was just to... uh, blanket wrapped. It was uh, laid down uh, on a stack of, of uh, on a pile of blankets that we kind of made a little nest for. Oh, and then Abe would have loved you. That's all it was. Yeah. It was just a little stack of uh, of blankets that we laid it upon. And uh, did you actually hang the picture? I did. Oh, you did? <laughs> did. It was a simple one. Do you hang everybody's pictures if they if want? They let you, yes, absolutely. We get into art and mirror installation. Yes. Oh, nice, nice to know. Yes. So going back to that wine collection, if the wine is very expensive, I did see a bottle of some sort of liquor, I think it was brandy or something, it was like $1,500 at a store. Yes. I know there are people who, um, they're very proud of their wine collection. Yes. Now, if they had a big wine collection, like maybe 100 bottles, how yes. would you transport that? It's going to depend if the bottles need to be under a certain temperature or held at certain temperature. That's that's a biggie. So usually we try to get them onto the truck as one of the last items and, and off of you, the truck. Do you have to have them horizontally? Yes. Well, I mean, you, you have to. you're going to pack the 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 box in a in a wine box, right? So all the bottles are upright uh, for that moment. Oh, for that moment. Yeah, but then for that moment. you're going to run over to the new house and then lay them down. That is correct. Yes, or put them back in the fridge or in the wine fridge or wherever they have to be. Did you ever transport a very expensive collection of wine? I can't say that I've done a very expensive collection of wine. Uh, I've done uh, awesome uh, wine collections, but I can't say that I've done something where it was priceless. Uh, well, I think that Lincoln picture was pretty priceless. Well, the, yeah, but for wine or uh, anything like that, people are, are usually pretty uh, pretty open about what they have. Yeah, so that's true. So they would true. say, "These are this is my wine bottle. These are my uh, wine bottles. Uh, please be super careful with this box." 
Yeah. This is my favorite yeah. uh, collection. They're not going to tell you that there's one bottle of wine that's worth a million dollars? Yes. No, no. <laughs> they would have to prove that. What about moving <laughs> pianos or pipe organs? Did you ever think about that? Yes. Well, in my industry, there are certain items that we consider uh, specialty items. So the specialty items for me uh, would be uh, a grand piano would be a specialty item mm-hmm. uh, only because it takes uh, special uh, dollies to move them. And also you want to be able to tune the piano when you're done moving it. So that's something that um, I'm not trained to do and, and I haven't trained any of my staff to do. Uh, but uh, we do refer those specialty items to companies that only do that. Another specialty item for me would be like a pool table. Because a pool table has the uh, stone, uh, the concrete slabs in it. Right. And once you start building the uh, the pool table, you want to be able to have those edges even. And you have to put hot wax on them and, and do a couple of things. So I don't get into that because I don't want my guys uh, handling torches and the, the, oh, the few I didn't know little that. specialty items. I thought you, you just take the legs off and you just moved it. Oh, no, 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 no. No, you have to what make sure everything's good with the, uh, with the concrete slabs and the mm-hmm. slates. Uh, any little chip on that will make the, the ball hop or it won't let it roll smoothly, you know. So Well, there you, you know more about pool tables than I do. Yeah. And then another specialty item, like I stay away from, would be something like a uh, like a hot tub or something that's oh, yeah. been assembled and now it's been out in the sun and it's brittle and you have to take it apart only because once you start... Um, but really, Cisco, don't people usually sell that with their house? You'd be surprised, Nancy. Really? You'd be surprised. A lot of people want to take everything they have and... Some people just want to leave everything behind, and <laughs> it's one of those. Oh, did you ever move chandeliers like Murano chandeliers? Yes. They are worth a fortune. Yes. No, we've done our, our share of chandeliers. Um, the thing I like about my, uh, my business is that I don't have to deal with electrical. So usually by the time uh, somebody wants to move a chandelier or something like that, it's already been taken down. And at that point, I just have to either box it or crate it, and then I can move it. Oh, do you do your own crating? I do not do my own crating, uh, but we do have uh, several uh, people that we work with and several companies we reach out to whenever we need something crated or, or uh, boxed up. Uh, and so I have I forgot to mention, you do not go outside of Arizona, do I do you? not. I just work within the state of Arizona. Why? Because uh, when 9-11 happened, everything changed. I used to do a lot of California runs. But uh, when 9-11 happened, uh, they started pulling us over and asking us for log books uh, at at way stations. And uh, the whole procedure changed. Yeah. Um, So after that, I just wanted to do things right. So I stay within the state of Arizona because I don't feel like I have enough momentum to carry a business license per se or insurance policies from California. or Well, well, that's part of what makes you so nice. You have less stress. Well, yes, that that helps. (laughs) And so you're happier. So I think that's probably part of it. So staying in Arizona is good. Yes, yes. The state is big enough to keep you busy. Yes, I'm I'm fortunate enough to stay busy. I do want to uh, franchise at one point in, in my life. So I do see myself working out of state, but it would have to be with the same recipe as a as a, a small uh, entity. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. before we talked about uh, chandeliers, and I just want to bring up light fixtures and LEDs. Um, I know Premier Lighting would be happy if I talked about them for two minutes. That's right. But uh, if, if you haven't migrated from 
your old bulbs to LEDs, now's the time to do it. It makes such a change in your house going with a bright or soft white light as compared to the old yellow incandescent light. So I would suggest that you call shop. Well, you can go on their website at shoppremier.com, and you can find their phone number on their website. They have educated consultants that would help you. Uh, They will uh, go through your house and tell you where the best lighting should be and then change your bulbs out and get rid of those old bulbs, please. So, again, it's shoppremier.com and back to Cisco. Well, there's a couple of things that, you know, we were talking about people um, moving their own products yes. and their their things, their stuff. But a lot of times they don't think about this. One of them is stairs. Yes. Uh, whether they're in a third floor walk up or in their house, if they're a split level or even if they just have the bedrooms upstairs. Sometimes I wonder, how do you guys get those big king size beds down the stairs or how do you get all that stuff in elevators? How yes. do you do that? Uh, we do a lot of measuring. It takes a lot of practice. Uh, but usually everything that's standard will go through a standard uh, door or, uh, you know, going up a stairwell. So it's a matter of experience and also willingness to try because there have been some items where I assure the customer that it's not going to fit. But I always want to try because I, 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 we, we don't want to appear uh, like we're cutting corners or we don't uh, want to be helpful but once you try, you would be surprised how things kind of wiggle in there nice and, and softly, and you can kind of just uh, finagle them in well, there. Well, did it ever happen where it didn't fit? Yes. Oh, we get it all the time. So uh, one of the uh, biggest problems are sleeper sofas going into a guest bedroom. Uh-huh. Because Especially if the stairs curve well, or if they have a landing space and you've got to make that turn. Yes. Mm. Usually if we can... Uh, the stairs are pretty good. Uh, the stairs are, are, are pretty uh, pretty consistent. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the door sizes is what uh, gets us in I trouble. I was going to say, commonly, they remove the doors. I've seen that a lot. Yes. So I'm sure one of your tools is a screwdriver. Yes, absolutely. We'll head. pop yeah. off the, uh, the doors. Uh, that's not usually uh, always the answer. But, uh, yeah, but it definitely gets another, another inch or so. Absolutely. So you have to be creative, and you have to look at the piece, and experience really guides a lot. Did you ever have to go from the outside with a crane? I know there's situations in New York City where they have to go through the window, yes. and they have to get a crane. Yes. Did you ever do that here? Yes, we have put you many have? armoires over the balcony uh, into bedrooms. Uh, we are actually uh, doing a large conference table with a crane in the next couple of weeks. And that's going to be for a, an office building down here in Phoenix uh, where we will need to uh, raise the conference table with a crane and we'll have some guys on top to receive it, take it into the conference room and assemble it. This so, is yes. the time when you say, don't try this at home, folks. <laughs> that's right. It's super, uh, super uh, exciting uh, when it's happening. Okay. So I, and I want to ask you a couple more questions because maybe some people have questions about how do you charge uh, do they call you and say, okay, I've got three rooms of furniture and 250 boxes? Or do you come and look at that? What do you do? Yes. So my approach is uh, to, to make a stop and, and visit the customer because uh, you get to see everything that they have. And at the same time, you get an idea of what the customer's needs may be. So uh, everybody's different. Uh, some people are very under control and some people are very stressed out when they move. So when most I, people are, most people right? are very think? stressed out. Yes. 
Um, so when I come in, I, I want to make sure that they understand that it is a process and they are going to make it through and they are going to survive. And uh, it's just like a recipe, just like baking a cake, right? You're going to follow the steps and one thing is going to lead you to the other. And at the end, you're going to be uh, very happy with your with your cake. You know, you're going to be hopefully. Able to, yeah. If everything gets done right. So when you good. deliver the furniture and I've seen this, I've seen this in movies, too. You deliver the furniture and you go, OK, is this couch going in the living room? Yeah. What wall? Right. Well, can we try it on this wall? Uh, can we try it on that wall? Yes. Do they do that? Yes, People absolutely. really do that, don't absolutely. they? Absolutely. And we're willing to do it as many times as uh, as the customer is asking. Really? Yes, absolutely. Well, you, have, you must take patience pills. I uh, I am married, and uh, <laughs> all of my, my bosses have been women and, and, and designers. And so, honestly, I, I take direction very well. I train all my guys to be yes men. Uh, because you guys are the creative ones, and and you might need to see it ten different ways before you you settle up on the, on the best way. So for us, it's not a problem. Um, but then you can hit that wine collection. <laughs> that's right. No, and it's uh, once you see the final uh, result in the house or, or the final uh, product, it's amazing. Um, sometimes I, I look at furniture pieces and, and wonder where is this going to go, or how is that going to match the house. But once you place it and see how it brings everything together, it's it's amazing. That's well, one of my favorite parts. Well, I know you parts. do a lot of moving for designers. Yes. And typically designers will already know in their mind where everything's going to go, correct? Most of the time. <laughs> Most of the time. There's always uh, that, that piece that you want to experiment with. Let's turn it this way. Let's put it catty corner. You know, so uh, there's always uh, adjusting to be done. So you treat the designers with your same white kid gloves, right? Absolutely. When uh, I feel like we are an extension of the designer when we are on the field. So uh, whatever it is that person wants to try at that point, we're more than willing to do, even if we have to put it back or, you know, carry it upstairs and bring it downstairs and carry it back up. It doesn't matter. Boy, that's nice. There aren't too many of you around like that. You know that. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. No, I'm I'm an extension of the designer. So whatever they want to do at that point, that's what we do. So did we ask you or did I ask you, what was the most difficult thing you ever moved? Uh, there's been a lot of uh, fun stuff. I I was thinking about that. Um, I did a big fountain a couple weeks ago, which was pretty ch- uh, challenging. It was uh, three dolphins that were in the middle of a fountain. And this family was uh, going back to Chicago, I believe. So they wanted to take their, their, their fountain, and we had to get into the fountain uh, and get these, these uh, statues out. And I thought that was pretty uh, challenging. Because, and that's made out of stone. Uh, they were made out of uh, metal. Oh. Yeah. So uh, we were kind of balancing between the, the tiers of the fountain and trying not to fall in and carrying this weight and shifting it over. And I thought that was, that was a lot of fun just because it, was, it, it put me out of my comfort zone. Wow, yeah. Uh, I'm usually uh, pretty secure with my movements, but uh, that, that did challenge me. And, and that, I think that's what I like, right? The, something that's off the beaten path. That, so, that is off the beaten path. Yeah. I've seen a lot of heavy stone fountains. They weigh yes. a ton. So I would think weight is a challenge. Yes, weight is a challenge, but uh, you have to know how to, how, to, you, how to move it and how to uh, not fight it, right? Because... Well, I've seen a lot of movers where I think they must have a bad back. Or do you have an account with the chiropractor? No. Actually, I've never been to a chiropractor. They must have a good back. Yes. No, I stretch out all the time, drink a lot of water. Uh, And it's on your movements. It's how you move and how how you handle your body. Yes. Yes. So one thing for me is I tell my guys that uh, only they know their limits. 
right? Yeah. They're the ones that are going to be able to gauge. And from there, we can communicate to move it safely. Yeah. But it starts with communication. Yeah. So typically, if there are heavy things to move, you'll have two guys moving together. Yes. That yes, makes sense. Yes. There, there will always be two guys uh, moving together. And if, if it gets uh, too heavy, then we'll go three or four or bring in lift gates or, you know, forklifts or whatever we have to do at that point to be efficient. Wow. Good. Okay, I'm going to ask you that one big question. Yes. If you weren't moving people's furniture and things, what would you be doing? Nancy, I love business. As we were talking before, I honestly, I don't, I don't really think it's the moving part uh, that I love so much, but just people in general and interacting and the transactions and uh, the whole dance that comes with business. I, I really do love it. Um, I happen to be good at moving, and that's what I've done for the last 20, 21 years. But I, I could see myself in, in any part of business. Well, I think you're terrific, and you've got a great reputation. I, Thank you. I knew you before I knew what you did, and I always yes. thought, God, he's such a nice guy, but I have no <laughs> idea what he does. <laughs> thank you so much. No, thank you. So I think uh, I think you're doing great. Continue the, the good work, and um, I, I know I would call you if I had something to move. Thank Unfortunately, you. we're not moving. No, that's okay. <laughs> it, it keeps us out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, I want to thank you so much thank you, for stopping Nancy. by. I've learned a lot more about your business than I ever did. I did use you once to move a Christmas tree. Now, that's right. you're laughing out there. You're going, what, you couldn't even move your own Christmas tree? But this was 10 foot. Yes. And it was fully decorated, and somebody had won it in a raffle, and it had to be moved. And, of course... We call Cisco. That was awesome. Yeah. We did the uh, the whole event, so we delivered 15, 20 That's trees right. that year. Yes. Yeah. All that was beautiful great. designer trees, by the way. They were they were amazing. They were good. They were good. Hey, I want to thank everybody for listening, but I, I just want to say one quick thing. If you like these podcasts, tell your friends about what you've learned with these podcasts. And also you can download and tell your friends you can download the app, whether it's an iPod or an Android. Go ahead and then put in the search, Home Design Chat with Nancy, and then you won't miss any of my podcasts. I don't know. I think they're good podcasts, they're don't awesome. you? Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Super fun. Thank I you, Nancy. Agree. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you again, and thank you for listening, and have a great day.